taking it to Chan Hassan. That's what's going on. I'm fucking look at you, a man of the community, a complete degenerate, um, a drug using, alcohol abusing uh, a man of the community. I'm proud of you, man. Uh, it makes me so excited uh, to see that giving spirit inside of yourself. Um, I, I love that, bro. I mean, I mean, you know, I, I know that you're technically not allowed near schools, but the fact that you're still willing to volunteer uh, <laughs> is such a beautiful thing. Uh, Iggy, I've got so much fucking love for you, bro. Uh, Eddie, bro, how, how are you doing, my man? Yo, what's good, family? I'm I'm excited, Iggy, and this interview's fucking going down, bro. This is about to be lit. Bro, this shit had to go down. He's only giving me a half hour because he's such a diva now uh, that he's made it with this big, giant project that he's been trying to get off uh you know off for some time now now he's got it off and he's just like i've got a half hour for you laura i, I will grace i will grace your show uh for half an hour which i appreciate i appreciate iggy uh we're gonna get down into it homie bro um well first of all like just in general how are you bro how is life how's the world dude man i'm uh i'm doing awesome man i'm doing awesome i'm uh the kids are doing good family's doing good uh, you know, got this new project. She's good with that. Got this new project seeing off, man. It's it's, uh, it's awesome, man. A lot of good stuff, dude. I'm fired up. Iggy, bro, how much how much would I have to pay you to get all of those kids there to yell out, "Let's fucking go!" so that I can record <laughs> it and use it in the intro? Dude, I'll do that at practice for you. I'll, uh, I'll give you a little flavor at practice. I, I, if I did it the game, that might be. You know what? When I got on the way from the parents. It's, I probably can do that, but while they're all here, I probably frowned upon. Probably. <sighs> I just feel like uh, sometimes you've got to release pranks on society, and I just feel like that would be a great one to see a bunch of seventh graders saying "Let's fucking go" in front of their parents, uh, and then Iggy being the reason that it happened, and of course Iggy trying to explain it all as well. Like, no, no, oh, you yeah. don't understand. It was for a, an yeah. internet radio show. Yeah, like yeah, like when Jacob went in and said your your hominess to the to the uh, to legend, judge. No, same, legend, same, same, same. Le- legend, legend. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent, bro. Bro, so dude, it's taken you, um, it's taken you a long time to get this together to build this out. It's coming out in October, bro. Uh, what 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 are we doing here? Tell me, tell me what you got going on. Yeah. You know, here we go. Um, I was on mute. I'm muting myself. Um, you know, here's the thing, man. It, it took us, I, I think, I just was reading a tweet, and I was from NFT guy, one of your favorites. Um, and he basically said that NFT space is uh, not necessarily drying up, but that people are looking for product. And when I entered the space back in January, and you guys all know this, right, I kind of wanted to understand what NFTs were all about. Um, wanted to understand what the hype was, what is an NFT. Um, you know, eight months later, I'm still not sure I found out, but I'm, I'm working on it, you know. Um, but uh, but I think the end of the day, man, I, I think like he said it best when, when this, this industry needs product. This industry needs utility. This industry needs something. And most of the NFTs, unfortunately, are like a reverse GoFundMe. You know, we got basically, um, you know, hey, we fund the project and then we'll start to do the work. And the unique thing about Haven um, and what we built is like kind of a brainchild five years ago of sitting down trying to say like, what's wrong with the poker industry and how can we fix it? 
Um, because at that point in time, five years ago, there was a lot of problems. You know, Black Friday happened um, where you could no longer gamble for money in the U.S. Um, and that was a bad day for a lot of people. Um, and so then, you know, it kind of switched to this social scene where, you know, everyone was trying to figure out, like, okay, well, what do we do with poker now that you can't play for money? Um, and then all these games like Clash Royale popped up, Candy Crush, this freemium model, um, almost popped up on the scene equivalent in the gaming community as, as did the, you know, the goblins and the free model in the NFT world, which is a different subject. But we put together a mobile game and built it as, as probably as good as you can for five years. And I think the cool part about that is when we started thinking about NFTs, we already had a product. And we already had um, everything put together as far as a quality game. And I think that's the unique part about it is we're coming onto the scene. We don't need necessarily NFTs um, to have a sustainable business model. And I think that's kind of the problem with the market, in my own opinion, is that and we were talking about it this morning, young, young start of the space, and we were just talking about the NFTs in general. And so, I don't know, man. I, I think, you know, NFTs aside, I think um, – We've got a really cool game, dude. We've got a heads-up poker game. It takes, you know, four to six minutes to play. Um, it's not not a big deal to, to sit down for five or six minutes at a time and then leave and come back. Um, but when we put it out in test mode, man, we had uh, the average playing time on our game was 36 minutes. So I'm like, okay, you know, people are playing between seven and nine games in 36 minutes. Um and they're staying around for 30 days. So, oh, hey, you know what? We've got something. Um, so now how do we, how do we kind of hit the, hit the team? Um, and that's when we kind of found NFTs. And uh, I think now it's just all about how to strategically grow out the game mass market so that the game can, can support the NFT people. And I think that's like truly unique, right, is – in an NFT universe, NFTs have to support NFTs. You got to keep getting more money in in order to kind of continue the project along. And in our world, I think it's reverse, right? Like we can have a sustainable business model and give value back to the community. So I think that's, um, you know, that's a unique in and of itself. So I'll take a break. Bro, a uh, break. yeah, man, fucking. Uh, well, I, I've well, I've got a lot of questions, man. Some of them are nonsensical. Some of them are legit. Uh, <laughs> I'll get the I'll get the nonsensical question. I'm curious, why the name Haven? Where is uh? Wh- what are we doing here? So interesting, right? So I think the connotation for poker, um, along with what happened with Black Friday, was there's a lot of like shady shit going on in poker, right? Just like not even like degeneracy. I'm talking like people having God mode status in the game, um, you know, getting people in for money and then taking their money and cleaning people out. Like, it's just not like a really safe place to play poker. And so we wanted to make sure that the name kind of defined a safe place to play poker. Obviously it's spelled incorrectly, but my, my, my partner has two kids named Hayden and Devin. And so we took, half of Hayden's name and half of Devin's name and came up with Haven. And it also has kind of the, the reverse um, symbolism of kind of a safe place to play poker. And so that's kind of how we came up with our, our name Haven poker. Um, so yeah, man, 
kind of cool story. Bro, you got to tell me. I, so I'm not a poker player, man. Like, I, well, I mean, I, like I know how to play. I play at home with my with my family. Uh, my daughter got in trouble in first grade for teaching kids how to play 21. But I'm not. I'm not sure what happened. Uh, can you tell those guys to shut the fuck up, please, Iggy? Could you tell them to shut the fuck up? That, uh, hey guys, can we? Guys, can we stop the game for yeah, a second? I've Jesus. got a shit going on over Dude, here. Dude, so I'm freaking gonna rude. It's the, first, it's the first quarter. I'm going to tell them to take a knee. Good, Fuck. dude. Perfect. Um, so, uh, dude, uh, I, I'm not familiar with Black Friday. Honestly, I'm not. So what? What uh, you're telling me that I, today, right now, as it stands, I cannot play poker online for money? No, you can't. Unless, you, unless you're in a couple of states, I think Nevada and New Jersey, uh, you can play online for poker for money. Um, there might be one other state, but those two for sure. And then, uh, if you go to an overseas site, um, which is obviously a huge risk, um, you can do that, but, uh, I would not recommend doing that. So yeah, black Friday, basically, man. So think of it like, uh, you know, all these different sites back in the day, us playing poker online for money. So you upload your money, you know, hundred bucks and I want to play. And, um, I think what happened is a lot of people started playing online for money. And what, what happened was the United States government basically seized all these different sites and immediately froze them all um, on, on Black Friday, what's called Black Friday. And uh, the problem with that is no one could get their money out. So if you're playing daily uh, on poker and you've got a couple of hundred grand in there um, that you haven't cashed out yet, uh, you're pretty much screwed. So I think a lot of people literally lost their livelihoods um, in a matter of a day. Can you, um, can you put me in touch? Good. Can you put me in touch with folks that, that lost like big sums of money? Yeah, I did. Uh, hold hold I on, did. Jacob. Hold I on, Jacob, Jacob, Jacob. Hold on, hold on. Couldn't hold on, get hold on. it out. Jacob, hold on. <laughs> Iggy, can you put yeah. me in, in touch with folks that lost a gang of money? Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. right, fuck yeah okay let's definitely make that happen all right so i know i only got a little bit of time with you and i, I want to dive into this a bit more um so what happens with so how does the nft meet the the poker what are, what are we doing here so i buy your nft what what happens next yeah so there's there's two things uh where we wanted to basically um give back to the give back to the community so one um is um one is tournaments we're going to host special tournaments uh, for our players um, specifically. So if you own our NFT, you have access. You can play the game for free like everyone else. But if you hold one of our NFTs, uh, you get access to what we call free rolls. Um, the cool part about free rolls is you don't have to pay anything to play. You can just go in. But you can win actual money. Um, my partner um, has a um, patent, a U.S. patent. Uh, to basically, and he did this seven years ago, um, he put a patent, filed for a patent in the U.S. to um, allow us to use virtual currency but pay out in real dollars. So I don't know if anyone understands the enormity of that. U.S. patents are super hard to get, especially processed patents. Um, and so basically what it allows us to do is play free in our platform so we can have it on iOS and Android. You can play anything. Um, you can play for free. However, if we wanted to make it so that you can actually pay out in real dollars, we could do that. So there's a lot of methodology that goes into it that probably no one in the space wants to hear. Um, but uh, that's essentially high level what it is. Interesting, bro. Um, yeah. 
so you're so you're releasing ten thousand four hundred uh mm-hmm. of these tell me a little bit about this hundred thousand dollar free roll like what what exactly where does a hundred thousand dollars come from how is that tied into this Ex- explain that a little bit more yeah so basically we're taking so uh we're taking some of the portions so we already paid for the development for our game so my partner and i paid for that it's already there's literally nothing that we're using any of the money for that goes back into um goes back into the game except future development so we're going to leverage some of that for future development but we're also going to use the money to give directly back to the community so right out of the gate we're going to take the money that people invested in nfts and we're going to literally give it right back to people um so i think that's first and foremost and secondarily what i was talking about um with it being um with it being something that we don't have to um necessarily sell more nfts for is when we launch our game first, we're ultimately trying to get people in the game because it's a it's a free to play, but people, you know, obviously buy things in game. If you want more chips, if you want some cool card decks, if you want, um, you know, a special arena, if there's a special character perk you can get, if there's emojis, sayings, all kinds of different stuff that people pay for in game. No different than like Fortnite skins or uh, Call so of Duty is guns. This, is this a regular stuff. thing in the poker community, in the online poker community that you would normally do is... Uh, uh, the only th- the only thing close to it is probably Zynga poker. Uh, that's probably the closest thing. Um, but but the problem with Zynga poker is it's a real poker game. So you sit down, you play ten handed, and you play out like a real poker game. It takes forever. So our game isn't that. It's heads up. So I can play you, you and me play, and we'll see like you know who wins. And it'll take us about six to seven minutes. Um, and then you one person wins, and then you continue on. Or you could just play adventure mode to play anytime you want. Now, now, so I was going to ask you, are we playing against people here or am I playing against a bot? You're playing against people. You're playing against people. So that's the whole point is that we put, when we put in tournaments or we host tournaments, uh, you can play basically whenever. But the, the idea for us, which is why we've got to make sure the, logis- the logistics are right, we've got to get a lot of people in the game. So we've got a basically a social media marketing plan where we're going to basically blast this out for downloads. And so we're going to basically run our game just like a business. So um, essentially when that happens, you're going to basically have a pile of people that come in the game and they're able to play tournaments. They're able to play, you know, whatever. They're able to play adventure mode. Um, they're basically funding the project, so to speak, funding the business. All right. So, all right. So I guess within, within this game, within this app that, so your, your target audience is going to be web two folks. And you're, I, yep. I assume you're going to try to get web two folks to mint the NFT so that they get to, uh, uh access the benefits as an NFT holder. Did, yeah, am I wrong? I on think, that? No, I think you're right. I think, you know, whether they, whether they do it or not, is almost immaterialistic because we're going to ultimately have the game and have value out there. And people are going to want to know like, well, what's an NFT? Because a lot of web two people, as you know, they don't know what NFT is. So it's like, I think gaming is different because everyone wants a unique experience in the gaming world. And so if you say like, Hey, you know what? If you actually own this asset right here, this will unlock special tournaments and you'll actually get some other pieces of utility too. Um, but this kind of opens up and unlocks a new experience for you. And so, you know, I think that alone is kind of educating web two people about what is an NFT, uh, what is the whole NFT world and why would I want one applicable to us? It's awesome because like I said, it just opens up a different experience. 
All right, bro. So let's talk really quick here too about. Um, all right. So what 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 people are going to? You're saying that uh, the closest one was this other one that you were talking about. I, rem- I don't remember the name, but what you're able to do there is inside the game, you're able to buy your own personalized decks or or decks that are cool looking um, for you to have. You're able to um, you're able to upgrade your character, kind of like what they look like and things like that. Um, and you 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 would do that with this in game token that you have. Yeah. Uh, so so regular game web two people play the game as is buy things as you want. It's it's just a regular game. Think of it like Fortnite and the things you buy in Fortnite for an experience. Um, NFTs. There's going to be tournaments. There's going to be a royalty club. There's going to be unique items you can purchase. Uh, there's going to be um, unique items that you can get or win. Um, so to just unlock, think of it as a completely separate side of the game, uh, that you can play a little bit differently than others. Give you perks. All right. Awesome. Now, uh, let's talk about the, uh, the Haven royalty club, earn a percent of your supporters in game purchases through the NFT affiliate program. So, um, if I'm understanding this correctly as I'm, I'm reading it. So, uh, we're basically doing the, the Andrew Tate thing. I make a cool TikTok video. I get a bunch of people to, to get in. They use my promo code. Um, and then I get a percentage of every time they buy something in game. Is that the way that works? Yes, sir. You and, got it. And, and only holders, only NFT holders are going to be able to, to capitalize on that. Correct. You got it. Crazy. Um, let's talk. Yeah. Little- so think of it in terms. Think of it in terms of creeps. Like you know how we like stake certain NFTs, and you get a different um, you know amount of currency you earn in the creeps world. That's the same thing in our world, except you're actually going to earn money back directly. Um, so anytime someone makes purchases um, with your specific code, basically you get you get money for that. So it's gonna it's 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 not great. It's not new. To the gaming world because like you said there are there are affiliate programs out there like that but the percentages we're going to give back are significantly higher um so we're we've actually put together a full video that kind of explains that so once we're once we're ready to kind of throw that out there we're going to let people know how much they can get yeah so here's the other thing that i loved about it is the the staking aspect of it uh is that uh you you by staking it you're going to earn that in-game currency um, and, and so I assume that that currency is always somewhat going to have a value so long as people are playing the game and need the tokens to be able to, um, to do it. So even if I didn't play poker at all, it would still kind of be generating that token. You got it. Yes, sir. Yep. Fuck. You don't have to play the game at all. Wow. Yeah. Iggy. Yep. I like it so much, bro. Iggy, oh, yeah. I oh, love it. Yeah. Iggy, I love the fact that uh, that you can play the online poker. Uh, I really do because uh, um, I, I mean I'm used to it through the one that we do in the Discord. But how fucking yeah. cool that you could go into this world and change your um, change oh, yeah. your character. Uh, you know, I just buy your own personalized decks. I think all of that is cool. And yeah. the fact that like if I'm uh, I'm I'm a broke boy and I'm broke as fuck, but I've staked this. I got a little currency. I can jump in and actually try to play a game. Um, there's no fucking losing and the cool cool part. There's no losing. There's no losing. Um, there's zero losing. And I think the cool part is, um, that it's less intimidating. A lot of people are intimidated by, 
um, going into a poker room to play poker. A lot of people are intimidated by sitting down in a real poker game and playing poker. Uh, so what we're trying to do, you know, and that's kind of why we brought in the fantasy theme too, is to kind of make it fun. Um, you know, you're sitting down to a non-intimidating table. Uh, there's actually a large demographic of women that, um, you know, would love to play poker, but they don't want to walk into a casino full of dudes, um, the giant dudes that are playing, playing poker. So we're trying to really um, open up an atmosphere that, you know, everyone feels comfortable playing the game of poker. Uh, you can learn to play poker. It's easy. It's easy to do. Our game mechanics are there so that it's not difficult to pick up and play. And I think um, for us, um, oh, this is a big chapter, though, sorry. Um, for us, um, it's going to be awesome, dude, because I'm really, truly excited about the game experience. Probably more so, like, that's what got me hyped about just the project. Like, the product is awesome. Um, I've had so many people play the game. We've tested it. We've tweaked it. We've put a lot of money into it. Um, and we'll continue to kind of develop it and make it better, um, you know, as all mobile company gaming do. But it's, uh, it's awesome, man. And I'm super fired up for everyone to play it. It's definitely a fun game. Iggy, I'm fucking bullish on this, bro. And I'm not saying that because you're you're Iggy. Uh, I'm I'm not not because you're 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 a homie. I'm genuinely genuinely bullish on this. Uh, I see so many, bro. You know, when I look at this game and I look at the graphics, I can't help but think um, a couple of things. One, how attractive it would look on Facebook. Uh, it feels like a Facebook game that you would see people play. There's an older demographic on Facebook that really enjoys playing poker. Um, I promise you there is. Um, I could just see it like going so well with that. The other thing, um, and as you're, as you're rolling out your social media campaign, um, the other thing that I think of big time is how cool your TikTok videos could be if you did like uh, these new things that people are doing are like half screen or, or, or telling a, a reading reddit posts um over it and doing you see gameplay happening in the background i bet you would get so many people hooked um you know just on the graphics alone i just feel like it's it's primed dude yeah this is elite bro it's elite i'm so proud of you fucking iggy hey man i i appreciate you man and and uh i, I just want to say like dude i appreciate all you guys um, I appreciate the support. Please always come out and support everything that everyone's doing. Um, and I think that's what's unique about the community. Um, and so for me, the other thing is, um, you know, it, it, it took time, man. It took time to build this. It took uh, <laughs> blood, sweat, and tears for five years to put this together. Um, so, you know, when we do roll this out, um, we did not spare any expense. Um, we got one of the best artists out there, man. He's done some really cool shit. Check him out. He's uh, Michael Harold. Um, he's party of one. His, his company's called fully illustrated. He's done some Wolver blade, um, worked with a lot of big name companies. He actually, uh, claimed the fame. He created the discord logo. No so discord, shit, that, dude. The actual ah, discord dude. logo he created. Yeah, yeah. And it's funny because I tell him, I'm like, man, I, like, I rip on discord all the time. Like, I, I, he goes, oh, I, hey, man. He goes, I don't, I don't use Discord. He goes, but I just made their logo. <laughs> wow, I'm like, okay, that's cool. Dude. So yeah, he created that. We got, uh, we've got um, Verbal Vigilante did our music, uh, and they do a lot of the sound for uh, for Marvel. Um, so you'll hear in some of our music, you'll hear a little bit. I was talking to him. Uh, his name's Jode. 
I was talking to him. I go, dude, it it sounds a little bit Marvel-esque in some parts. And he's like, oh yeah, because we got we got a little. It's supposed to be upbeat, it's supposed to be fun, it's supposed to be catchy. So even the music, you know, is tied in. And, and so, man, it's uh, it, it's like I said, man, it's such a fun project, and um, I'm really excited to uh, really excited to show it to you guys and have you play it. Um, you know, even aside from the NFT stuff, just have you play the actual game and get your feedback. Let you know, let me let me know what you think. Um, you know, any feedback, good feedback, man. We constantly want to improve it, make it better. Um, so yeah, man, it's, it's, uh, it's going to be fun, man. I'm super pumped. Yeah. I got to ask, bro. You're, you're looking at October. What are we looking at mint price and what are we looking at date in October? You know, that's a good question. And, and I don't, I know we're going to drop the game in October, uh, for sure. And, and I think, I think what we wanted to do is make sure the game was out so that people could play it. Um, we could get a lot of people in the game and really have a product valuable before NFTs. I think that people, uh, I think that people put this project out there and, and they do everything before the actual product. And man, I'm just so, I'm so, I'm so pumped to have, um, I'm so pumped to have the product first. So anyway, man, I, I, um, yeah, man, I'm, I'm excited, bro. I'm super excited. Bro, I'm I'm uh I'm bullish. I'm super proud. Uh I I really fucking uh uh I really enjoy it, bro. Um I I can't wait. And I, I got to tell you, it's already embedded in the culture with the fact that your artist is the one that that did the Discord logo. Uh it's just uh it's embedded, man. It's embedded in the culture already. Um Yeah, no I'm, doubt, man. Bro, is there anything uh is there anything that I didn't cover that you wanted to that you wanted to talk about? No, man, I don't think so, dude. I'll, I'll and I'll hold the space. Um, like I said, I'm, I'm, I got this football game in the background. It's probably driving people nuts, but uh, I, I didn't want to. I didn't want to kind of cancel, and I wanted to talk to you guys about it because you're always great supporters. But I'll, I'll hold the space, um, and I'll kind of go through everything, and then we'll go from there, man. But I, I appreciate you, bro. Um, I appreciate you um, always supporting everything that the community does. Um, you know, you've always been a super positive dude and, and I love everything you're doing too, man. So I, I appreciate you giving me this form, man. I really do. Fuck yeah. Oh, now I'm just, well, where did Jacob go? I was just about to ask him the DJ <laughs> questions. He fucking left me. Uh, we were so about to get into the, the DJ, uh, portion of the show and he fucking leaves well, there me. You go. Well, there you go. I got a roll, man. I got to coach these kids up, dude. So I, I love know you guys. You I'll Co- check coach in with you to, coach him. Coach him to say, let's fucking go. Coach him to say, let's fucking go. Um, all right, man. Take it easy, bro. Thank you very much, man. Yeah. All right, bro. All right, man. Fucking cheers, man. Cheers to fucking. Uh, cheers to our boy Iggy, bro. For fucking. This is going to be badass, man. I'm actually genuinely bullish on this uh he's fucking it's very well thought out he put it together very very well let's see what we got here jacob my man well hold on one second jacob brit how are you doing all right jacob i mean i think iggy have an amazing project there especially when it's patented i hate the name the name is it's kind of goofy and make no sense, but whatever, you know, I, I think for exposure, it would have something, uh, that have to rhyme with poker. Um, but other than that, I mean, it's just freaking amazing. I, I wonder if he needs some investors, if he have a true patent, no patent pending, 
that would be like, you know, to exchange, uh, um, you know, tokens to currency, it's like a big deal, like a big, big deal. And we have three. And, and yeah, after Black Friday, I mean, I, I lost like $12,000. I didn't lose. You couldn't get it out anymore. It was done. It was gone. So that was uh, that was terrible, but uh, hey, we all love to play poker. I think it's an amazing thing that he's doing. I mean, and and you know, I know he was working on it for a long, long time. I just seriously, Lord, Lord, you got to tell him to change the name. It makes no sense. Haven, Maven, Devin, whatever it's called. I mean, how are you going to associate it with poker? Um, I don't know. I don't know, dude. Um, right, uh, well, let's go down the Degen route, man. Let, let, let's say Jacob is now the 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 head of naming at Haven Inc. Okay, what are we changing the name to? Um, poker slot or poker um, slot. yeah, that's that's you know, it's a catchy name or. All of us poker or wait, Jacob. Know. I gotta say, I think the name is pretty cool. I think it's a smart name. It's yeah, Haven, yeah. like it's, like tax haven, like a safety cove, like a place you can launder your money. But it's spelled differently. I think it's a pretty cool play on words. Yeah, and no, I don't know I, how I, we're gonna advertise poker slut. No, but what I'm saying is, what I'm trying to say is, yeah, but. We don't need smart. When it comes to gambling, you know, and I have a friend that owns uh, um, a casino um, in commerce. It's, well, it's actually commerce casino. Um, and it's, you know, so I know the way they're advertising and, and, and what they're shooting for. You bring out Haven or whatever. If you want to be smart and you want to, you know, go out of your way to be smart, it's one thing. If you are a degenerate gambler like me, you know, that goes to Vegas and... All right, hold on, hold on, hold on, Jacob, 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 stop right there real quick. Before we talk about Jacob's Vegas adventures, I want to point out that we have a legit miner uh, amongst us uh, and an absolute fucking legend, Elijah! Elijah's in the fucking house, ladies and gentlemen! Let's fucking go! Yo, winner, winner oh of the God. motherfucking, oh, sorry, uh, winner of the gosh darn uh, free trip uh, to God the next Creeps it. event, bro. Uh, Elijah, bro, how are you feeling, homie? Um, I'm really excited. I actually have to go to bed soon, but I just wanted to say hi real quick. Um, you, can, you can stay up a little. <laughs> okay. You bro, you you get to stay up. You get to stay up as long as you want. You're a winner. Tonight's your night, doggy. Uh, legally, I think they have to allow your dad to go uh, with you. Uh, I'm just curious to know. You got to bring me to the point where you where you found out you won. Take me through that whole experience, bro. Please. So, um, I was walk out. I, I was um, uh, I w- I went to the front door because I was at school today um and i was sitting on the couch and then my mom got a call from dad and then dad told me that i had won an event to go to creep <laughs> um so i 
freaked out. <laughs> I'm speechless, honestly, right now. Bro, I want to tell you what, man. Little man, I am so proud of you from the bottom of my heart, bro. Uh, I am so proud of you uh, for for creating uh, Art by Elijah, for creating these derivatives, for working your way up to a creep, to being entered into a contest, to winning the bag, bro. Um, I'm so, so proud of you, Elijah. Uh, you've made Thank strides, you so man. Uh, you're absolutely welcome, man. You deserve every bit of praise. Um, I'm so curious, Elijah, what do your friends think about NFTs? Uh, what are they saying about, it? do they know about it? Are they familiar? Have no, you showed off your creep? They don't, they don't really know that much about it. I just showed, I actually showed my, uh, friend who's actually my neighbor and he just said, that's, a, that's some cool art. And I said, um, it's worth more than your mom's car. <laughs> No, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> I wish it was though. And so go ahead. I'm sorry. Go on, bro. Go on. Um, and uh, I told him that I actually made money off of it, and he said how much, and he and he was expecting like me to say like about like twenty, twenty bucks off of like like three drawings. Hey, Lord, Lord, real quick, dude, you gotta understand. Elijah's not normal. One time I, I was outside and the neighbor was like, Hey, how's how's Malachi doing? And I was like, That's my older son. He's an, he's like a year older than Elijah. And I was like, He's fine. And then they're like, Well, Elijah was over here raising money for medicine. What? <laughs> he was like trying to Elijah, come back here, buddy. Don't be embarrassed. And then I gotta show you a picture. I gotta find it somewhere. He made a homeless sign. And it was the HMLS. And he was standing on the corner. We live in a decent neighborhood. Because, like, the kids would be selling, like, ice pops or lemonade. And then Elijah's like, fuck this shit. I'm going to make a homeless I'm guy. homeless. I'm a He's homeless like, kid, on dog. Corner. I'm a I'm homeless like, kid. You're going to get me arrested. Like, you can't, you can't do that. But he's always... I know you didn't know, buddy. Come here. Come here. You're not uh, in trouble. We're so, no, we're, we love Elijah. We're so proud of him. Uh, he's a he's a legend. No, don't tell him not to be embarrassed. He's a legend. You're a legend, bro. A legend. Uh, that is so awesome. I made like a bunch of crap. Caroling one year made 50 bucks. So hold on real quick, Elijah, you got it. So you, so you told him how much you made. I want to know how much you made. How, how much did you make off of, uh, off of your, your drawings, bro? Uh, 200, uh, 20, 2000, buddy. 2000. Not off of one though, but like, it's like 100 each. Wow. We were doing like, um, beds. So. Dude, um, I'm proud of you, man. I'm so proud of you for, for doing that um, and for getting it up and getting it done. Uh, I, I always, I want you to know, man, I always shout out your project on Almost Daily. I always say check out Art by Elijah. Um, you are part, you are officially sponsored by uh, the Department of Commerce uh, from the Juice yeah. Administration, the, the night shows, but I uh, make sure to, uh, I make sure to, to promote you every chance I get um, on all of us radio 
uh, and or I'm, I apologize on almost daily show when all the creeps are there. And um, yeah, man, we've just got so much love for you. Uh, you're you're not only a legend; you are the youngest legend in creeps history thus far. Um, yeah, man, on board your friends, bro. Hey, Elijah, what do you think did, did, when you heard the news that we were getting our own um, uh, TV show? What did you think? Um, I was like, I was like, what? <laughs> what? And I didn't even know how it was going to play out. Like, cause we've never seen like the bottom half of creeps. Like, how's that going to look? What did you think about what they did to us? Uh, what splat did to us and put a diaper on us, doggy. What did you think of that? Um, I have no words. I, I busted out laughing. <laughs> uh i love it bro um i love it man uh i'm so excited for you dude uh congratulations again man um you are welcome back anytime Uh, i'll make sure this group of dgens keeps it clean for you while uh while you're on the stage with us um you just go out there and you keep kicking ass man i know your dad has taught you uh to keep kicking ass so you just keep doing it bro okay all right, man. We're proud of you, and we love you, man. Hey, Tony, bro, you did great. Yeah, brother. You did great, bro. I uh, doing a great job. So proud of him. Yeah, I man. <laughs> hey, Tony. So, congratulations. I'm well. I mean, con- you know, congratulations on his behalf. But uh, would you? Are you gonna let this dude fucking go on a trip by himself, bro, with a bunch of uh, DJs? No, I can pay for my tickets. Not a problem. <laughs> hey, uh, I hope it's in London. I hope it's in London because yeah, uh, dude. the boys were supposed to go to Prague this summer and it got canceled because of COVID. It was some issues. Yeah, uh, oh, I the heard there was something war, going on. It was. it was the war, yeah, because it was closed. Whoops. And then, uh, but they're supposed, Elijah and Malachi are going to Japan next year, but I'm like, dude, if you could go to London, let's fucking go to London. He's got his passport. He's ready to go. Dude, uh, so awesome, man. And I, I think the team will be uh, – it's perfect. You understand that it's perfect, right? Uh, Elijah becomes the face uh, of the new generation of creeps. If he can just spread that gospel in classrooms. Um, and it's so crazy to me that that really out of all of his peers, none of, none of these kids know he's going to be so ahead, bro, so ahead. Yeah, I'm just happy for him because, you know, like he uh... – He's a very artistic kid, but, you know, sometimes the school, like, sometimes, you know, like, some some teachers don't get it or whatever. And I'm always like, hey, man, Elijah be just fine. Like, what you, once Elijah's not, um, he's a little nervous, obviously, but once you hang out with him, he's so fucking cool. Oh, <laughs> I'm yeah, telling dude. He's, he's, he's a great kid. He's going to be just fine. And then uh, the Creeps community is, like, the fucking best. I can't wait for him to, like meet you guys and you know i just i don't know man you know big big futures ahead i mean i think that a lot of us are you know our kids or you know when we get older like what creeps is doing it's taking some time but it's like big shit it's going to be life-changing and i don't even know it's just amazing bro um stellar dude uh yeah what what is his take on all of us man like uh, uh, on this group of of dgens that we have here bro yeah i don't I, I mean he watches what's that cartoon you watch that you like buddy rick and morty so he likes cartoons that are a little edgier and um i just i, I don't know if he understands it the crazy thing is is when when we're kids like 
anything's possible. And then as you get older, you're like, oh, you know, the world doesn't work that way. But he's just turned 12. So in his mind, he probably thinks this is normal, which I think is amazing. <laughs> oh, so he just turned 11. He just turned 11. But like, I guess it's like in his mind, like this is normal. But like, I think that's so extraordinary that, you know, these kids can grow up and like anything's possible, man. You know, it's just amazing to me. Yeah, it's not normal, bro. If it was normal, every kid in that school would know what <laughs> NFTs are. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, so it's not. It's not normal, bro. And uh, he's going to be so, so far ahead. Um, yeah, dude, I'm, I'm proud of the kid. Uh, and I'm happy for you, bro. I, I really am. I'm excited for you both. Um, yeah, man. Uh, congratulations. A true congratulations to that, bro. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see these kids to bed a little bit and just kind of hang out with them a little bit you guys are awesome jacob i can't wait i can't wait till elijah gets to meet jacob oh boy uh, oh my God. i don't think hey i don't think jacob i don't think jacob's legally allowed near uh elijah to be honest with you bro no we did 300 feet but i want to tell you you know figure you know we'll figure it out you know how much I love kids and how much I love Elijah. I mean, it's oh, like he is an inspiration to me. But, uh, you know, 300. All right, guys. Well, I love you guys. You guys are so awesome. Take it, happen. Take it easy, bro. Thank you so much, Tony. Later, brother. See you. Love you, buddy. See you, Brittany. Have right. a good one, Elijah. Thank you for coming on. That was awesome meeting a legend tonight. Yeah. Woo. Uh, Woo. Bro, all right. Um, let's see here. Right, he's down the listener. I'm pretty sure we're gonna give it. Let's see here. Just a few seconds. Uh, Eliza's gone. All right. Now we can get into the DJ and shit, bro. Uh, Jacob, you gotta take me through uh, your mind, bro. When you're seeing your twelve thousand dollars go on Black Friday, bro, you gotta straight put yourself right there where you were. Uh, take me through everything that happened, man. Well, so it literally happened in like one click. It's like you couldn't get anything in, anything out. It just like died in in an instant. You know, you didn't see it coming. It's it was like, all right, so it's gone. What's it gonna do now? So I cracked a bottle of bourbon and just had the greatest time I can, and and that was the end of that. And and it was like really dramatic for a lot of people. I mean, a lot of my friends had like hundreds of thousands in it I, i'm not that psycho but uh unless it comes to vegas with the drinks and the, the stuff you know it's, it's completely different but um yeah no it was devastating and after that uh regulations came in you cannot have any more legal gambling um in california and throughout the the you know how many states do we have like 55 by now and uh, including the DJs from Canada and, and everybody else. And, and we, you couldn't do anything about it. The money is gone. Your winning is so what, gone. What happened to all the money though? I mean, if they just made it illegal overnight, what happened to all the money? I guess it was confiscated by the, by federal. I don't think it was a state. I think it was federal. So the money is gone. But just confiscated, like they just made it illegal overnight, took everybody's money, and was like, "Yeah, sometimes that shit happens, dog." Well, and it was confiscated by the federal government, and I had my attorney uh, send several uh, official letters to 
you know, at, at some point we just said, you know, let's just have it as a tax write-off. Um, and that wasn't successful. Like a, like, I mean, like a donation to the federal government? Kind of well, well, whatever. You know, they support can, your local police? Can, oh, they can do whatever they want. But uh, you know what, uh, Lord, I, I had a thought last night. I, I'm sorry. It probably have nothing to do with anything we're talking about right now. Um, why are you not having your own podcast? I mean, people inviting me to be on podcast. Why you don't have your own podcast? This is my own podcast. No, like I'm talking about like an official, like well recognizable, like out there podcast that that you know will capture, uh, you know, uh, um, a thousand fold of of what we're doing here. And just out of curiosity, I mean. Oh, that hurts, bro. That, that damn, Jacob. That was like the biggest no, backhanded I mean, compliment I've had in a long time. Thank you, Jacob. You just raised my self esteem. <laughs> no, what I I'm trying to, <laughs> it's like you know, you know when you meet a girl and she wants to be Miss America, and and you know the first thing after that that she wants world peace and the whole thing. That that's what we are to you right now. I mean, we're saying yeah, for sure you can be Miss America unbelievable there's nobody more beautiful than you and you will be but i'm taking it seriously right now and i'm asking you why no podcast why no uh, uh national podcast well i don't know what you mean man i feel like uh i feel like that that this is it i don't know what else more that i can do uh than you know putting it on spotify and things like that i don't i don't know man uh i, I guess what what do you mean when you say an a, a, a official pot you mean like a having a studio filming exactly. it, that type of stuff is yeah. that what you're asking do you want to yeah, know the honest do you want to know the honest answer to it jacob I, yeah. I can give it to you um this is where i'm at bro is that um uh, I'm in a, if I, if I, if I would have minted out, if I would have minted everything out, I would have been, that's exactly what would have happened. That was the plan. That was the goal. Uh, that's what I intended to do. Um, but the, the thing is, is because I have this regular job, uh, it's a very serious job. It's a job that supports my family, pays the bills, gives me insurance. I kind of have to, um, I, I have to tone it down a bit because I deal, I, I legitimately deal with um, state, local officials and things like that. I cannot be on video saying, doing uh, crazy things like I genuinely want to do. Uh, there is a big piece inside of me that uh all day every day that that that's what i want to do um but i just i can't i can't do it right now um because i fucking i i, I need the job right now and to be honest with you to the 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 absolute truth is is that uh, even not doing my job probably in my mind as good as i could have done it i still fucking made uh more money come in here and it's like geez, why? <laughs> like uh, i don't know what to do to you know um i don't know i like i thought i was going to be less efficient or that i didn't expect things to get like more intense with in real life work but that's the reason bro is i can't be on video um trust me man there's so i it's what i want bro i would love for that but i'm just not there yet bro does that answer your question? Am I rugged? No, you're not rugged. 
Okay, so if you had the, the financing and the whole thing set up, would you consider doing it? I'd, yeah, uh, 100%, bro. Um, 100% if I had the if I had the money to do it. If I could, I'll tell you what, if I had the money to pay every one of my bills for a year, uh, I that's it, dude. Like, I'm done. So that's my goal, man. Really, and, and, and that is the goal, is to have enough to pay bills for a year um, and to stop. You know what I mean? And to just focus on this. And if I had the ability to do that, I don't know, man. Then, then maybe I would be, you know, with thousands no, but, of people watching. But seriously, without kissing your ass right now, because I will never do that unless it's, you know, it's only me and you in a bar. I think that your potential is so fucking much greater than all of us digits just listening to you. With all due respect, I, I think that you can go you can go nas- national. You, you you have the charisma, the voice, that the every the the laugh that everybody want to talk about. That the the music, the the you know the interest. I mean, you were in a freaking twenty four hours, and like an idiot, I was listening to you for twenty four hours. Um, you know, I I I think that we need to find a way. Ah, uh, Jacob, I appreciate that. We'll get there, bro. It's gonna happen. It's just, no, uh, it's just not right now. It, we're we're in a bear market. We're building. As we build, things will progress. Um, but uh, the, I think the big thing is staying committed. Right, that's the key. Um, being committed to what you're doing. Uh, it, constantly showing up, not giving up, uh, regardless if the situation is great um, or or it's not. I mean, I'm not going anywhere. I'm just not going as fast as uh as as i'd like to but we're still pushing doggy and and uh we're in a bear market we're building we're we're growing we're coming up with new things we got an awesome contest coming up uh well or that just passed rather that we're going to be seeing the fruits of our labor this saturday fucking uh uh the dj derby congrats let's see um but yeah man you know we're still we're still acting on it it's not like i've stopped i'm just not exactly where i'd like to be right away but we will get there. all right so so you're plowing the the field and you know it eventually you will get there good good i'm very happy to hear that that's the ultimate goal because i i really would want to see you as a as a huge figure in in this whole um uh podcast industry and i think you have everything that that somebody needs to have to to reach this goal uh jacob dude i fucking appreciate that man thank you um, no absolutely not not a problem yeah so My tell me about the podcast you're going on though man that's exciting tell me about that all right so a couple no i don't know if i'm going on or, or not so so one of them is actually a formula one uh uh podcast and i am I'm, I'm a big uh racing fan uh, i used to race my myself and and they invited me to be in their podcast and another one is actually a whole uh women's show that's um gonna take place i think in las vegas in december and they invited me to you know to have the absolute opposite um you know, view as they are. And I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I, I, I will probably release it if it's going to happen. So yeah, it's, it's going to be a lot of fun. And, and, um, I'm looking forward to it, to be honest with you. 
Fuck yeah, bro. Uh, funny fact um, about how the Degen Racing got started uh, is that I, I originally wanted to sponsor a race car, but that was really expensive. Uh, and so I was like, well, what else is what else would be a, a cool one? And then uh, uh, just kind of went through and I was like, fucking demo derby bro it's chaos it's absolute chaos it's fucking uh like degenerateism at its finest uh building a car just so you can wreck it like what the fuck um and it just made me excited and so yeah man i'm glad to hear that what what are you going to talk about on the like uh what are you going to talk like are you just going to talk about races you've been to what's the goal of you getting on this uh on this formula one podcast well so so uh we all we have a lot of in, in common that the cars that they are building, which uh, mostly um, 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 Nissan uh, XRs and and stuff like this, uh, Europeans and and I own some European cars, but no, the events that you know we both uh, had the pleasure of, of attending, uh, the entire Formula uh, One, you know, and I'm talking. I, I go all the way back to since uh, Zina from uh, from Brazil used to race, and and Alex Zanardi used to be a good friend of mine, and I was used to drive for uh, Bobby Ray Hall as a third uh, alternate driver uh, when I was living in Oregon, and uh, which is open wheels, it's like Indy cars. Um, so then I got into Formula One. I had the pleasure of going to uh, to watch Juan Pablo Montoya in uh, oh hell, it was in in uh, I forgot. I, I'll come to it. Um, you know, winning uh, the oh in Monaco. So I, I went especially to see Juan Pablo Montoya uh, racing in Monaco. And uh, I don't know, I just got into the Formula One racing. At some point, I was thinking about purchasing an actually, uh, you know, an old version of Formula One car, but somebody beat me to it. But, you know, I was stupid. But anyway, so, you know, I love racing. It's like consuming my entire I watch Formula One, NASCAR, Open Wheels, uh, Indy, and, and, and like, demolition derby i can watch every possible thing and and you know what it's funny lord if you watch an actual um demolition derby i don't know if you did or not it's it's so super exciting it's like unfreaking believable um yeah it's a lot of fun so yeah i i i collect a lot of cars and and i have some fast cars so so racing is like kind of my life I just don't like it when I decide to go on a joyride at two o'clock in the morning and whatever happened, happened. Um, yeah, so these guys reached out. To, so, so okay, so what they do, so every Sunday when there is a Formula One race, we all get together and we watch it on ESPN on the computer. And then we all talk about the race as the race is happening. So it started with, um, you know, they were like four of them and they have a podcast. And then we reached like over 110 people that started listening. And okay, so I'm going to go with them 100%. 
and that's going to be cool as hell. So we're going to uh, watch a race and, and just talk about it in real life and make jokes and, and you know, and tell stories. And so that's going to be a lot of fun. And, so uh, I know you talked about Formula One, but out of all of the, the race cars that you've been around and done, did you ever get to uh, meet or run into the, the original Dale Earnhardt? So I went, I, I met Dale Earnhardt Sr., I met Junior. I met. Uh, I even met. Um, what's her name? The mom. Um, shit, I, I, I can't. I cannot uh, think about her. No. So, so I used to be a, a big time NASCAR um, from 1994. I actually, my first race was uh, watching by mistake. It was. Uh, Jeff Gordon is grabbing Jeff Gordon, uh, fuck, that's yeah, old school it's, Yeah, it's grabbing the win at the brickyard when they actually paved over the bricks the original, um, you know Indianapolis was all bricks and they just left two strips of bricks and they paved over the whole thing and it was the inaugural brick, brickyard uh 400 or 500, I think it was 400. And Jeff Gordon won the race. And I remember myself buying, uh, you know, one of those. And, and I was extremely impressed. And I was buying one of this, uh, uh, you know, gold um, car, you know, like to scale. And I actually bought a brick from the original brickyard. So I still have that. Um, Do you yeah, really, so, Jacob? So, you, really, you really bought one of those and, and you have one of those? Oh, yeah, I have the original brick from the brickyard. So they sold, you know, so all the bricks that they popped out and, and some of them they left, they they brought it out to sell. And, and I ended up uh, buying one of them. Uh, I wish I could buy a lot more than them. They became so, so, so expensive and so collectible. Yeah, so after that, I, did, I was uh, collecting all the next car, cars, you know, during the regular season and also in the, um, you know, uh, what do you call it? The all-star races, which they will come with different cars. And then I, I was a huge collector. I, I had over, I would say 1500 pieces of rare, um, collectibles, but then I would go to races. So one year I decided to follow every race. So I went to, you know, from uh, where I met in California, which was back then Pomona didn't even start. So it was Sears Point in, in Northern California, uh, all the way to Daytona. Like I did I, an entire year of going to 99% um, of the races. So that was my passion. And, and I got to meet all the drivers and... Um, yeah, it, it was a ton of fun, bro. This and is the I, time, I, like Days of Thunders, fucking out. Tom Cruise oh is looking God, hot as fuck, remember, driving around. You remember that? Ah, you dude. remember? So, oh man, so when Days of Thunder came out, I was already into NASCAR, but people didn't even know what it is. So you know, um, that that was really really special to me with the the mellow yellow car, you know, the whole thing. And and my cousin actually bought. Uh, the mellow yellow car, not the original one. The original one is still with with uh, Hendrick in their shop, 
but he bought the secondary one. And I ended up buying um, Terry Labonte number five Kellogg's car. So that was the one of Kellogg's my Kellogg's car. Yeah. So number five Kellogg's by Terry Labonte, which he was a champion driving for Rick Hendricks. I purchased his car when they moved from the, um, uh, what was the original one? Uh, anyway, when this switched to the next generation, I bought Terry Labonte's car. And then I had uh, Mark Martin's car. I purchased the number six Valvoline. So I, I had a couple NASCARs. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I then this, you know, decided uh, racing. And, and I got a call one day from Bobby Rahal, wanted to try me for, uh, because I was winning a lot of local um, races. So he was trying to try me on, uh, um, calling me to try on IndyCar. Now, that was a freaking disaster, disaster from the beginning. It is so unreal. So I was crashing a lot um, and, and destroying hundreds of thousands of, of dollars of cars. But then one time I, I ran for uh, qualifying uh, just as, you know, not the main driver as, as a, uh, you know, just to check the car for, for, you know, if it's tight, if it's loose and it's all this. And I actually um, would be sitting on the pole. I drove that good. So then after that, I became a third. So there's the driver, a secondary and a third one. So I was the third driver for Bobby Ray Hall, and I did pretty good. You know, I was, um, yeah, nothing too, ex- you know, too extraordinary, but uh, I did pretty good. So, so racing is my life. I, I love it. Um, I had no I, idea, uh, bro. Concert goer, race car driver. Uh, man, I, I no racing is racing is my life. I I own uh, a few cars that really it's it you know it, it's like dealing with g-forces and, and shit like that so yeah that's that's my biggest besides girls that's my biggest passion in life fuck yeah bro uh i love it man fucking uh brit are you there I'm edit. no i i probably bored her to, to sleep already let's see here I don't know if either one of them are there. Hilarious. Fucking, uh, that's awesome, man. Yeah, dude. Uh, that D- Dale Earnhardt death was crazy, bro. I remember fucking oh when that God. happened. Oh that, was, that was nuts. Oh you remember the Sunday? And, and we were watching the Daytona 500, and it was the last turn of the last. You remember it? Uh, it's the last turn in the Daytona 500. He's coming to, to turn four. And then... Sterling Marlin hit him in the quarter panel, in the in the right quarter panel, uh, panel, and just turned him around. And in front of him is uh, Earnhardt Jr. and uh, you know, uh, fuck, I forgot. He, he was his father was very famous, but uh, his brother was very. The, um, it was Ken Schrader, Sterling Marlin? No, um, Waltrip. It, it was Waltrip. Yeah, well, well, yes, uh, Michael Waltrip. Yeah, Waltrip won the race. Earnhardt Jr. was second. 
and and well, technically, and he was Aaron, last at this point, right? I mean, well, no, no, Earnhardt Jr. was second, and then Earnhardt Sr. just hit the wall, and and we thought that you know everything is okay, it's just another crash, and then I remember uh, Hilton was the president of NASCAR, and he's having a press conference right after that. We don't know what's happening, and he's saying, I'm sad to say that we lost Del Hernoff and Hart, and we are like, oh, my God. You know, we're watching it live. Oh, my God. So Mike Hilton was, like, in tears. We all are shocked. You know, everybody's, like, losing their mind. But, wow, what a, you know, it, it, it was unbelievable. It was unbelievable, but yeah. So my 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 passion is is racing. So interesting, Jake. I, I had no idea, dude. I did not know that about you at all, bro. That's uh, that's interesting. Every time he speaks, I learn something new about him. Right, dude. Um, I think that they, what they need to do, you know, I I think I would love to see. They have these uh, uh, dark stories behind the ring or something like that that vice does it'd be awesome if they did one for racing as well because there's got to be a lot of fucking stories um you know what i mean uh, about these race car drivers so many fights um i don't know oh a bunch god. of good shit oh my god and injuries and and i had the pleasure of meeting the king um you know 200 races win um you know it was beautiful um, I have a lot of memorabilia from from number forty three. Um, you know, so yeah, it's it's yeah, it, it's a lot of fun. It's you know when you have a passion, like you have a passion for you know speaking for 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 music for you know your whole thing is about interviewing people and trying to get the best out of them and like milking the the alpha from from what you were looking at it like, okay, if I can only do that, if I can only have, uh, um, you know, um, I don't know, guns and roses and, and, and act and, and ask Axel, why did you sell your, your, um, aquarium to Jacob or, or, you know, shit like this and, and, and you love it. So that's what brings the passion out of you. You know, look at, Look at us, Digins, talking for like six to eight hours every night for 12 weeks. Uh, and, and, and the conductor is, is Juice and, and Sirskin. And, you know, and we're talking about, you almost think, well, these guys are talking about the same thing every night. No, we're bringing out the beauty about every possible thing every night. They, you know, night in, night out. And and some people don't understand it, and you almost think that it's just generic. But if you're passionate about something, it's never generic. And and you know what I'm talking about. If you had your own pod, podcast, and there's all this amazing, like Jerry Rafferty is coming and talking to you and telling you why did he sing uh, down in Main Street, and you're about completely something else. You know what I'm saying? Uh, um, so I don't. I just got passionate a, a little bit, but I because I love music myself. But I, what I'm saying is, if that's what life is all about, and if you capture it and you harness it, and you have your own little space that you can show your passion about it, that's what it's all about. Fuck yeah, it man! Creeps, I it think, can be uh, poker by Iggy. It can be. 
Yeah. Yeah, Brody. I mean, I'm fucking, I, I'm with it, homie. Like, I love it, dude. I, I think fucking Juice and, and Sir Screech should have their own yeah, show. Brody, I'm, I'm a fan of anybody who's able to, to pick it up uh, and make it happen. You know what I mean? So um, I think we're lucky to, in the community that we're in and the time we're in that there's so much talent uh, all around. You know what I mean? Just like you said, you know, um, Iggy doing his thing. I don't know. We got a lot of talented people. Uh, in the community and uh, I do enjoy highlighting those stories I do enjoy fucking finding out more about them I'm, I am a big fan of uh, origin stories but uh, we're gonna get there bro I promise you Jacob I give you my word man I'm, I'm working on it literally every day uh, folks, hey if you're not gonna do it I will force you to that but I want to tell you there's so much ta- hidden talent in the creep that we don't even know the half of it and I'm learning every day something new so you'd be surprised Fuck yeah, homie. Well, we'll fucking, we'll leave it on that, man. Uh, I appreciate yeah. that. I appreciate that, Jacob. Thank you so much for that. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to fucking pleasure, wrap up uh, this edition of All of Us Radio, man. Fucking, we got to hear from Iggy. We got to hear from Elijah. We got to hear from Jacob. Uh, it was a dope fucking show, man. I really like this one. This one was a lot of fucking fun. Um, congrats again, Elijah. Hey, uh, bros, remember, we fucking, we're on and popping Monday through Friday as much as we can. Oh, not this Friday. Well, no, I take that back. Uh, I said that there wouldn't be a show on Friday. Uh, Britt and Eddie said that they'll be able to take that over. I'm so thankful for it. I appreciate them. Uh, if they need a fly or something, let me know. And we'll make it happen. Um, but yeah, man. Hey, dude, the only way that wherever any of us are going to make it, man, is if we fucking band together, support each other, uh, pick each other up, fucking, uh, and remember, man, that it's never, ever, ever about one of us. It's about all of us. I fucking love every single one of you. Peace. Peace.